You ever try to do like the Doctor Strange time uh, warp thing with your hand? It always goes well, and I go back into time, and then I forget how to do it. And then you ask, and then we get to this point, and then I try it again, and I get Mopar, I've come to bargain. <laughs> I can't fucking do it. I don't remember what he does. He does some fucking crazy, but not, not that one. <laughs> Mopar, I've come to bargain. <sighs> you better have more IPAs than that to bargain with, you jackass. Yeah. It ain't C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking for someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy. Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for, for tuning, tuning in. in. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew that I, was going to happen. I am Mopar. I am Commander Cody. Appreciate everybody's live with us today, tonight, this evening. This morning. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, I asked. I can see the, the tiredness in your in your loins. I asked our patrons if we should scoot everything up two hours, but most of those fucks are in LA, so they said no. So we just kind of have to submit Mopar to torture every Sunday night as he gets ready for the work week. <laughs> it's all right. Make it happen, Captain. Yeah. I think the beer will help. We'll see. I got I got a good one. Oh. I do have a good one. Trying to rehydrate. We went out last night. And uh, first time in probably a couple of years, we played some like drinking games. So. Like you went out out? Uh, to like a friend's house. Nice. So we, yeah, we, we hit up the Kings a little bit. Um, Flip Cup. Played Flip Cup for the first time in like a decade. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm catching up on that, rehydrating. Nice, so, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, but it was, it's, it's been a beautiful uh, weekend all up until uh, today. <laughs> So it's been goddamn terrible here. It was All nice. Weekend? Well, it was nice Friday and that's it. Oh, okay. And it was a yeah. monsoon. It is an entire monsoon yesterday and today. It's fucking awful. One entire monsoon. Did it have a, a name behind it? Cause that's when, you know, storms are serious when that's it's just true. like yeah. storm Jack is on its way. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I think it was hurricane Kerner. Hurricane Kerner <laughs> blowing smoke shows all over around the place. We just got off of our Patreon call, and I'm bewildered at the things that that kid says. He's like a cartoon character. He is. <laughs> he is. He he literally he lives the life of a of like a, a '90s cartoon. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, I love it, man. Like I can just picture like his opening theme. Like he's sleeping, he wakes up and goes <laughs> and laughs. And then he kind of just gets ready for the day. Listen to Katy Perry with his uh, fructis. That's what I was, we were talking about. So, yeah, he, he's uh, it's absurd. He's, he's hilarious. It's absurd. And yeah. like you said, the more and more you're around him, you start absorbing the stupid shit that comes out of his mouth. Yeah, it's <laughs> but bad, it's hilarious. Man. It's 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 hilarious. It's stuff, bad. So. It's bad. Uh, so besides the weather, anything crazy going on? I was in Austin for a few days. Saw our boy Sparks. Got a new tat. Hung out with him. He gave me a print, actually. It's not hung up yet. It's well, You can kind of see it. It's like right there. Eh. Oh, there it is. I need to find a place for it. Uh, it's sweet, though. Got a tad from him. Saw our dude, Darth Dane. Motherfucking 
Patreon soldier. Lord Dane. Lord Dane. It was cool. I always love meeting these these fucks in person. Absolutely. See how uh, how big a shitheads they actually are in real life. How was uh, how was Texas? I've never been to Texas. Uh, it was cool. Austin is very similar to Columbus, so it was just really really beautiful weather. And fucking, so mine's and the fucking nice. weather is the same thing as Columbus, huh? I was going to say, yeah, it's pretty similar. just a lot nicer. <laughs> Take away Monsoon Kerner. And Take away, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and no snow, obviously. And yeah, a little more expensive, but it was pretty cool. It's a fun little trip. It was just quick. Went in to see a client. I was only there for like two and a half days, so. Nice. Got in, got out. It Came back to a fucking monsoon. Yeah. It was actually nice here Friday and Saturday. It was uh, 80s, high 70s, 80s here. <laughs> Um, so we, we were able to get out and about, went for, there's a, uh, like a bike path along the river here and it's really nice cause it goes like in and out, like it goes close to the shore. It's between like, there's a river. You just got mad a at your own explanation. <laughs> you got pissed at your own explanation of that. Yeah. So the, there's a railroad along the river, but there's a bike path between the river and the railroad. So it kind of like follows along, but, uh. Yeah, so we went on a nice, nice little hike there, and uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I've been busted my bikes out because it's been so shitty. And the one day that it was nice on Friday, I didn't have time to go get them out, and they were storing them at a friend's house, so I have to go pick them up first and then bring them downtown. To since we moved, so I haven't oh. fucking ridden around at all yet. You know? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Biking's yeah. fun. I uh, I'm no joke on a bike though. Biking's I don't. Fun. I don't pussyfoot around. I, I fucking haul ass when I'm on a bike. I don't know why. I, there's yeah, no too. like, there's no like level one. It's it's either I'm not <laughs> riding a bike or get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, it's, not, it's not like I'm trying exceptionally hard. I'm just like I'm riding a bike. This is just what riding a bike is. But I'm so tall. Yeah. My legs are so long that I go. And my wife can't barely keep up. Keep keep up. Okay, Mopar. In the in the background. Yeah, like can't even fucking keep up with me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, uh oh, what beer did you drink last night, Mopar? Um, we had some Corona, and I got like a uh, a mixed bag of Stone IPAs. Actually, there was uh the entire variety pack was all IPAs. So nice. I actually saved one that I haven't had, and Good I have call. that here with me now. I was gonna say I want to hear what's in that because I think I've had it before, but I don't remember. They ha- it has a standard uh, Stone IPA. Uh, it has their what is it? The the delicious one, which is mm-hmm. like a um the the, the gluten free fruity. Uh and then this is the one I'm gonna have today. It's the hop revolver mm-hmm. IPA, which I don't think I've ever had. I think um, I have, but I can't remember. And then they had the the ruination and there was was also which ruined me. Yeah. It's in the name. <laughs> That's ruined both of us on a few different nights over the course of the yeah. past few years. I remember that. I I think I only had one of those. Because I was just like, I'll start with this, but I ain't gonna so like, finish with it. Forget that's about a bad that nine percent. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> I so. um was short on time because I had to finish up some shit in the office, like as I got here before we got ready for the Patreon call. So I had to grab something from Land Grant. I say that like it's a bad thing, but it was fucking a, you know one of my favorite breweries. But uh, it's a good fit for us. It's called the Binary Star. It's a black but IPA. Why? What is it? Black IPA. Nice. Yeah, it's a black IPA. Looks like you know, a tiger very, stripe. Very space themed. Well, it's hard to kind of see, but it's like the, it's supposed to be oh, the galaxy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it was rounded off. It's a galactic I just saw, like, the beer. 
but intergalactic planetary. Yeah. I think it's one of the newer ones because I haven't seen it until just a few weeks ago. I so. am the brewery. Speaking of breweries, I texted this to the group, but um, we were out to Seventh Sun last night, mm-hmm. and I just, I don't know. It wasn't doing it for me like it used to do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think uh, I, I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion that it's my buds changing. Like, I'll wake up one day and be like, an IPA sounds great. And then the next day, I'll be like, fuck, IPAs sound terrible right now. He's so, always so great to me. We'll, we'll see. I think it was, and I found an analogy to Star Wars fandom because I think what happened was that was one of the first craft brewery places I've ever had. And I was like, oh, craft beer. This is amazing. This is obviously the best one in Columbus. And then as I experienced more and expanded my palate, they're still good, but definitely not my favorite. And I relate that to Star Wars fandom. Because just because it's the first one that you saw doesn't mean it's the best. Oh, yeah. You need to learn. Um, can you ring the drinking bell? I'm going to crack this thing open. I'm going to yeah. pour it out into this cup and then I'm going to take a sip of it. Oh God. Yeah. Black oh, IPA. God. I don't know what to expect. I'm also pissed because, well, this, this is the thing. It is NBA playoff season. I saw that. Uh, playoff started yesterday mm-hmm. um, and the Cavs ended up playing today and they got their Butts whooped. I've been hearing only bad stuff about them. Sorry. Um, it's it, it's been a very long, confusing, crazy season to be honest. Um, but I'm not going to get into all of it. But today they played atrocious, and it was just it was not a good good game. So that's unfortunate. And it was actually LeBron's first time losing a game in the first round in like eight years. <laughs> really. So usually, yeah, the first round, he has it's it's a best of seven. So the first team to win four wins, and it's been like since 2011, he's won all four in a row and moved on to the next round. So it's actually quite rare for him to lose a game in the first round, and that's what happened. So we Arc. are down, uh, oh oh and one. Pacers have a game on us now. So that sucks. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. I'm kind of triggered about it. They play terribly. I'm sorry to hear that, Mobar. So. And it's raining. Everything's terrible. Kramer was talking about Coolio. I'm triggered. I can't handle it. Coolio. (laughs) Jesus. It's ridiculous, man. All right. We'll see. Because this, and just to wrap up the Cavs stuff, because I want to get it off my chest. This is like um, the season that LeBron might leave again. Again? His his contract's up and. He like this summer can decide whether he wants to stay with Cleveland or leave. Now, if we lose in the fucking playoffs real early, there's probably not a good chance that he's going to stay. So, yeah. like this, even more so this year, these playoffs mean a lot because if we do well, he might he might stay. But, ooh, I don't think he's going to stay. Oh shit! I say, isn't he getting close to the end of the line there though? He's only thirty three. He's just played so long because he came straight out of high school. Yeah, but when do they usually... Well, maybe it's not like other sports. I assume like NFL, they kind of retire kind of early, don't they? Unless well, they're quarterback. NFL is a lot more contact. Rest, but, yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking. Um, no, Michael Jordan had only three championships at 33. MJ oh. won three more. For, like He was like 34, 35, 36. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, he could, mind. play. He The way LeBron's built, he can easily play till 40. Maybe he'll go join uh, Kyrie and the Celtics. Jesus. 
Probably not. <laughs> then you just have to move to Boston. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. All right. All right. Cheers. So I didn't even really get into it. Hop Revolver IPA. Um, stone, which is always solid. Well, I'll get into it after I drink it. It says a rotating single hop series. So it's a part of a series. So. Ooh. All right. Cheers. Drinking bell. It's all right. <laughs> that was so fast, dude. It it's actually like, has... Um, it's all right. It's a lot. It's biting a lot more than I expected. This is not really a smooth, smooth one. I don't. I usually don't expect stone to be smooth. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Kind of like I, a, I, a weird bite to it. I need to take another sip because I didn't even get to like taste that because <laughs> you made me fucking almost spit up right away. The uh, the smell is funky. Not gonna lie on that. It smells like wet socks. Mm. So this is this is good and it's a weird contrast because as you saw. It looks like a porter or stout. It's so dark because yeah. of the wow, type of malt. Is, that's you can't in it. see through it. Yeah, you and literally can't see through it. Literally, and it's um, yeah. IPAs are obviously usually very lighter malts, so this is a weird contrast because it looks and tastes a lot darker than it should be, but it's still hoppy as fuck because it's an IPA. So it's a, it's a weird contrast. I'm gonna sit on it for a second. This says something. It says fully loaded with Hercules, but it's Hercules spelled with a K. Hercules. So I'm assuming that's a variety of hop or something. Dude, I've seen some wacky ass names for hops lately. Like, I think these people are like in laboratories making their own types of hops to like try to get different tastes in the beer because there's been like some wacky ass shit that, that's come up. Like it's different weed strands. Like everybody's got a different type of weed. This is dank stink and purple drink. <laughs> we ought to begin to get like the Death Star hop. Death Star hop. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this this, is no, this is, this is good. I, I don't really don't have a lot to say about it. Um, it is 7.7, so it is a little bit higher. You better be that's careful. What you ex- that's what you expect from Stone. This is 7.8, so I also better be careful. Yeah, it's got their classic uh, gargoyle jackass on the front. Oh, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I have nothing, nothing awesome. really to say about this. Not, it's not, uh, not really winning me. Oh, right, right off the bat. Yeah, I like this right away. Um, I'm a fan of the darker beers. I'm a fan of IPAs, so it's kind of like two of my favorite things mixed into one. I have a good feeling about it right from the jump. You know, we usually say the three star is like a, it's a you know it as soon as you taste it kind of thing. Even it's though like you, you almost made me the Pokemon with the first Pokeball. Yeah, it's like oh, this, was, this was meant to be. It was meant to be. I got I ch- it. I choose you. Um, it's good, though. I'm going to sit on it before I rate it, but yeah. Um, I I got some toys. It, uh-oh. Oh. The solo stuff is coming out, and they didn't do some big epic event like they usually do as called Force Friday, but the toys did come out, so I went on a hunt, and I got a few things. I Actually, most of the stuff I got wasn't solo related because it was either... Like they didn't put it out or it was already sold out or a combination of both. But I did get two really cool Funko Pops. And Lando looks like a fucking G. Yeah. Looks so sweet. And then I actually realized that I didn't have a Chewbacca pop at all. So I got the new Chewy. He looks a little younger. He has his glasses on. He kind of looks like a group type of deal with the gold goggles. And he's got his, uh, he's got a rifle instead of a, whoops, instead of a bowcaster. 
So maybe he gets his bowcaster in the movie. I don't know because he doesn't have it yet. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I think they're gonna they're gonna do a lot of that uh, setting up, building up characters, uh, especially with that new teaser that just came out today or this weekend. Uh, they they showed a lot of Chewie Han interaction for the first time. What's your name? All this, all that type of shit. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have a feeling we're we're gonna really like it because it's you're really actually gonna get a depth, a more character depth for both characters that need deepened. Just gonna let you and, dig yourself in that hole really quick. It's a big <laughs> hole. Yeah, man. I'm uh, I'm gonna talk about that here in just a second after I rate this motherfucker. And actually, I just saw Lando on screen. I, I we watched uh, Homecoming. Ooh. This weekend, and he uh, he is that guy, the kid that buys the gun. It's a really small scene where. Oh, they, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was coming. for some reason you said Lando, and I was thinking old Lando. I was like, oh what? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I remember that now. Chewie looks like a furry moss. <laughs> well, essentially. Well, you know they are in love. I like that Wookie. Where is my boyfriend? <laughs> Fucking awesome. I'm gonna give this a three, man. Nice. It's different, huh? It's yeah, it's different. It's unique. It's and it's got the the malty roasty, the toasty roasties of the dark beers that I like, and it's got the bitterness of the IPAs that I like. It's like a great combo. And nice, yeah, unexpected. So uh, well yeah, done, Langren, as usual. See, I feel like on another day, I might I might rate this a little higher. Um, but I'm just going to sit on it too. This is stone's always solid. Uh, it didn't wow me right off the bat. It's about as simple as that. Yeah. Stone is one of those things. It's like, I don't think I've ever had anything I hated by them. Well, the gluten-free one that they had, I wasn't a big fan of. Isn't that what the delicious one is that you had uh, in that sampler pack? No, that's no. It was just kind of like a, a fruity hop thing. Oh, okay. Well, they Citrus had, they, hop. they did make a gluten-free one. I wasn't a big fan of that, but everything else by them is. Is solid. And well, it's 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 crazy to think that everything they make is solid, but they're like the most experimental brewery out there. It's very true. They're just like cinnamon, throw a toss it in, we'll fucking hop the shit out of it. Fuck it. <laughs> Skip them all altogether. We're just gonna make this shit out of cinnamon. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. Welcome, Riley. We've got we got a handful of sneakers over here. Handful of people on live with us is what I mean. Sneaker full got of Lord, patrons. Lord Kerner. <laughs> we got Fucko. We got Dane Kid, Riley. <laughs> always always fun having Fucko in the chat room. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, so if you guys Thanks are a fan of the in. show and you want to catch us live, Sunday nights at 8. Uh, Eastern YouTube. Standard Time. Yes, definitely Eastern Standard Eastern Time. Eastern time. time. So two and, I, I, and you gave it a three, huh? Yeah, I'm going three stars. I was going to try to tweak your whole thing that you said, but I, I fucked it up. It's untweakable. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I've got, I've got a couple things. So, Kerner and I, yeah, we, 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 we barraged through Halo co-op. Yeah. Um, we got through two. We started three. We didn't get all the way through it. Yeah. Kind of just three kind of, that's where it starts going downhill. It just it didn't captivate me like the, uh, the first two. Yeah. Um, so we thought Resident Evil 4 was co-op, and it ended up not being co-op. But I bought it anyways. It was 8 bucks, and uh, I'm trying to play it. And it, not that it's bad. I don't want to say anything like that, but the uh, mechanics of it are 
it's different, hard right? to get used to. Dude, it's one joystick for moving and looking. Yeah, that's so weird. And on like a 360 or newer like platform, that is so hard. You're yeah. like back in N, you know, N64 times where you had one joystick. Yeah, it's like when we said um, trying to go back and play GoldenEye is impossible. Yeah, well, and th that the aiming is fucked, man. It's, yeah, it's going to be a difficult game. But I already, it's super fucking creepy, which is I've never really had a game do that for me. Um, even in like the the startup sequence or whatever the the, the walkthrough where they like teach you how to play, the people are like walking at you with like axes straight up, ready to like cut. But they're like not running after you because I feel like people would run after you. But it's more of like a creepy walk. Like they're gonna get real close to you and then fucking hack your head off. Yeah, I remember. I only played like the first like one or two areas of that game, but I remember similar kind of thing they were kind and, of like very slowly like walking dead style just like creeping up to you yeah yeah and it's there's not a lot of uh music so it's like a quiet and you'll just hear cows and moaning and craziness and you're like what the fuck is hat what's behind me all this shit yeah um and the aiming's fucked i had four people like walking at me i was like i can't fucking aim at their heads like oh it was it was terrifying um but and I think it's they're, they're speaking some type of like Italian because you and it reminds me of the exorcist because there's um, oh, what's the exorcists. Uh, I can't think of the, the priest's name in the exorcist. Palpatine. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, I haven't seen that shit in so long. Yeah, I can't. I'm. I'm slipping um but they, they speak uh, italian in that movie which it, so in the game when they're when they're ram rambling on in italian it makes me feel even creepier no it's, it's just a good it's a good it's a good game good game i can't think of the guy's name I'm, i know i'm pissed about it too now it's much too vulgar display of power <laughs> director krennic it's it's a c or a k <laughs> i think director krennic I'm looking it up. X I was just going to say I'm trying to, but it's not broken. Kerner says, you didn't finish the game. I'm pissed. Yeah, Kerner. I wasn't balls deep in it. I tried, but you know, I was too much into Star Wars back then. I wasn't really feeling it. Damien Karras. Much too vulgar display of power. Karras. That sounds like a Star Wars name for sure. Yeah, it, but it's creepy because his 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 uh, mother is an old Italian lady, and she dies, and she like haunts him, and and she's screaming in Italian, yeah. and that's why this game like it it hits those points. I'm like, oh, they're just screaming like this old. Oh, I don't like it. It's good. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it because I don't like it. <clears throat> yeah, I remember it was creepy, and I liked that it was creepy, but I think I just never got used to the controls, and I was just like, fuck this. I'm going back to play KOTOR or Smash Brothers or something like that. Because I did, I had a streak where I got a GameCube. I think I actually bought it off Iker's brother or something. Like, it's so, so random, but I think he was selling it and all of his shit for like 60 or $80 with like controllers and games and everything. Yeah. So I bought that and I had Resident Evil 4 and I had Smash Brothers Melee and I had um, this random RPG Lord of the Rings game, which was actually really, really good. Like, you were this group of characters. And you could pick three at a time. So kind of like KOTOR. And you followed along like parallel to the Lord of the Rings story in the movies. So like you heard about 
Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas and stuff, but you weren't playing as them. You were this whole new group. I remember I played the shit out of that too, but yeah, for whatever reason, I never really, never really finished uh, Resident Evil 4. Oh, Kerner's a big fan because he says there's another side quest with a chick in a red dress who's on point. I can't. Even in fucking horror movies, <laughs> Corner's talk, Corner, Kerner's talking about smoke shows. No, he's talking about Resident Evil 4. I know. Oh, I thought you said horror movies. Horror. <laughs> I did. I meant horror games, though. Good catch. Yeah. I'm pissed. No one knows what the fuck we're talking about anyways. <laughs> exactly. That's actually <laughs> fitting because that's what I named this title of the stream is like 140 episodes. We still don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, uh, Mitch Hedberg when in the middle of a joke, he's like, you guys don't want to talk about? I don't. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. If you want to meet me after the show, I'll be fucking surprised. <laughs> All right, we're done quoting that asshole. Um, anything you watching? Oh, I did watch. Actually, if you want to dive into some Star Wars shit, I did watch the Last Jedi Blu-ray stuff finally. Okay. Today. I think I got through all the deleted scenes. I didn't get through any of the commentary or anything. Did you watch the documentary at all or the featurette mm, or whatever they call it? I don't think so, actually. That's what I watched first. That was like an hour and 10 minutes. No, I didn't watch that. And then I watched Mm. all the deleted scenes and everything. Um, Yeah. Okay. First of all, I'm... so happy 90% of those deleted scenes were deleted because <laughs> there yeah. was a lot of weird shit. Like yeah, there that was. rave with the, the pigs on the beach. Too much. Way too much. Too much. I'm actually going to look it up just so I remember the exact list of them. I did watch them all. Let's see. Last Jedi deleted scenes. Um, I thought it was cool. The, the featurette made it seem like he put so much time and energy and care and love into this movie, which... I think it shows and you can tell it was well I, thought out. Yeah. Yeah. And I have my issues with it. I don't hate it. Like some people do like it didn't, I guess if it's split fandom, I'm in the side that is like, I'm with Disney on this shit. Um, but they talked about the budget a little bit in there. And I think with the exception of Han Solo, because of all the reshoots, like this had the most, the biggest budget of any star Wars movie ever. Like they said, it was force awakens plus rogue one. And Last Jedi is still more than that. Wow. Like it was that big. They had so many sets. They had so many different things. Uh, and that's, just That's honestly, do you, let's, I'm going to ask you straight up. Do you think it was worth it? Because that's, that's fucked. Because I think Rogue One looks better. As far as looks, I think they're a different look for sure. But as far, I mean, as far, as far as looks go, I think it looks great. Dude, you had a Lapras with four tits. That's what we're paying for? Well, that doesn't have anything to do with like the quality of like the cinematography and everything. I don't agree uh, with that, but <laughs> that was terrible. I, I don't think it was worth it, And then even I, though I'm a fan of the movie. And then I did see what Kerner was talking about where for that shot, because they did it on the island on Skellig Michael, they had to fucking helicopter that goddamn space cow in there just for that one shot. Like, and they Why? made that a big part of the featurette. I was like, I, I want to know what they were like. They didn't explain what they were thinking about when they set that up and like how important it must have been in his head that they get that shot. It was just so fucking random. Um, but it was cool, man. It was, they put a lot of fucking work into that thing. And I think Ryan Johnson is a good person to kind of take the helm. I think he really cares about Star Wars. I think he cares about. Obviously, he's a great filmmaker, so he cares about Star Wars and he cares about the impact that he's going to have on it. 
I don't think he anticipated what was going to happen. I think if he had waited to finish things until Force Awakens actually came out, that might have changed. That might have changed what uh, what happened in the Last Jedi. Because that was one big thing. Is like a big complaint that people have is that it doesn't tie in perfectly with Seven, and I get that. Like it doesn't. It's not. They're not melded the way they should be. I don't think Last Jedi is a bad movie by any stretch, but it doesn't pick up after seven the way that it should. Well, I will that's say that. always been that's a Star Wars thing though. Empire doesn't match straight up, and neither does uh, True At- Attack of the Clones. But the difference is that this is r- literally right after seven, yeah. and that makes it such a stark contrast that it doesn't it doesn't really fit in that way. Yeah, yeah. There's we could. T- Every episode from here on out until Solo, we're going to be talking about The Last Jedi. Until episode Um, nine, honestly, though. But overall, the the featurette thing that they had was cool. It was cool to see things in detail. Um, They didn't get as much, like, feedback or commentary from the actors as I had hoped. Like, Adam Driver said nothing. Like, they didn't get any shots of Adam Driver talking about Kylo Ren through that entire thing. And as they was going through it, I was just waiting. Like it was Ryan. Of course, he's the director. He was going through shit. And I was just waiting for like the camera to, to sit down with Adam Driver and have him talk about Kylo Ren and how his character is and the struggle and what he's going through in this movie. And it just never happened. So it was it was very much about Ryan, which is cool. But I, I wish we would have seen some more behind the scenes stuff with the actors themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. So it's weird, but I th- I feel like Daisy Ridley and um, John Boyega are the two actors that are just glistening with excitement be- with yeah. this because they, they don't really have any other roles. I've never uh, John Boyega starting to get some stuff. I've never seen Daisy Ridley in anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Isaac is he was that terrible apocalypse in the X Men movie. Um, it does kind of uh, seem like Adam Driver just. Like jumps in, doesn't talk to anybody, does Kylo Ren, and then pieces the fuck out. That's yeah. kind of what it seems like. Yeah. Um. W- one of my favorite things about the little featurette before we go on to the other shit is the way that they did the fight scene in the throne room. That's what Sneaker Bags is talking about right now. Like, it's very much in. What should I say? A lot of it happens in one take. Like the full fight is going on. Like they were showing the choreography where. They're both fighting for like a group of four and a group of four Praetorian guards at the same time. And like the camera's just sitting back and getting all of that action at once, which was really impressive to see. And there's like yeah. shit falling that's on fire in between people and they're like ducking around it. And it, it was really cool to see that shit. That is one of the, the top scenes in the entire movie. And oh, yeah. there's a lot of symbolism there with all the red burning down and it goes to a because, you know. With Snoke, the whole thing was red, and that was his Praetorian guards are red, mm-hmm. and like it's like a changing of the guard where all that stuff's burning down as the fight happens, and it goes to black. Um, yeah, which is almost like I don't know what I don't know what that symbolism is though. Like, is because Kylo is actually true evil, or I don't. Yeah, there's just a lot to like really look at and analyze in this film. 
Because you could just take a take a look at the plot, and it's like, okay, it's pretty straightforward. But when you start looking at how they film stuff, the co- the color, the contrast, you know, the motions, the cuts, and all, you start really picking it apart, and it's a really beautiful movie, especially that scene that we're talking about. Yeah, and that's one thing that I sound like a goddamn chimpanzee trying to explain, because I don't know anything about filmmaking. But I do see things, like the symbolism and the way that Ryan sets up shots, or the contrast between things, or like... As soon as Snoke dies, they get in a fight, and then the curtain behind the whole throne room gradually burns down throughout the fight and everything. Like yeah, little she, stuff like uh, that. Ray blocks something and like swipes, and it kicks one of the swords or something all the way, and you can see it start burning. Yeah, um, there's just so there much, was. Man. Did you did you see that cut? I've seen it on Facebook and all over social media, where it's the two small sworded guy, where they they lock up, and then it's when Kylo's up against. He's got his thing across. You don't talk about, and she does the same thing. Yeah. Have you seen that meme and, like, where he was... moves and then his other one just disappears? Yeah, he doesn't use it. When he could just like stab her in the back right, right there. Right. Um. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm just surprised. I, and it's so quick, and it's hard to make everything perfect. But they could have been like knock knock this out of your hand and then go into it. Like it's not that hard. I don't. I don't know. With the budget, come on, fix it. Could just been a mistake though. The mistake was having Holdo in the movie with with uh, uh, Rose. <sighs> yeah, man. And I'm, I said this last episode, but I'm especially upset because Kelly Marie Tran is like an awesome actress. I think she's fucking sweet, but the character just didn't do it for me. And I think, all right, maybe if she didn't have like the anime hairstyle, it would have made it a little more bearable. But like the fucking swoops, I can't handle it. Can't do it. Yeah, no, I'm not on board with it's, it. There's a lot of other options. Um, oh, so I did watch this YouTube Ooh. video of it was labeled something along the lines of they could have fixed The Last Jedi with one sentence. Yeah, who shared that in the group chat? It was I, Anakin Sandcrawler well, or something, I think. Yeah, I don't know, but I did watch it. <laughs> I don't and, know, and it um, doesn't matter. I found it myself. Yeah, it's I'm taking credit. Um <laughs> So, clearly, I found this awesome video, and uh, I shared it. No but it, it was kind of went into the issue. The big issue was Holdo holding out and not telling everybody her plan. Maybe that's why they named her Holdo. Yeah. Um, and they said, basically, just to cut it short, if she would have just said, I think there's a traitor on board, and I can't trust anybody on board with my plans, because how are they tracking us? One of you guys must be leaking information to the First Order because up up until that point, no one thought you could track people through light speed. So there's got to be someone on board. They covered that, though, because Finn, they realized that, and then Finn, I forget what he exactly what he says, but he's been on board First Order shit, so he knows that there's maybe the possibility that they could be doing that. It's well, yeah, some but he only tells Rose. He only tells Rose, and he only tells uh, Poe. Like what? It doesn't. It doesn't keep everybody from not telling the information or the plans or anything. But if they would have said right up front that Holdo thought there might be a traitor on board, and obviously Finn's the number like a number one option, yeah, option, yeah. So he has to prove himself, mm-hmm. and that would make Canto Bite not as bad because he's trying to prove himself that he is loyal. He is a rebel. 
I don't know. It's just I thought it was a valid point. They could have mm-hmm. fixed it with one one little sentence. Mm-hmm. Um and it would have made him look even worse when he was trying to get in that ex- escape pod. Mm-hmm. Like You know what I'm saying? And we could talk about some of that for the deleted scenes too, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if Holdo even Fucko here is pissed that I'm hating on Rose. I'm sorry, man. I just, like I said, I love where the character could have gone and I love the performance by the actress. She's awesome. I just, I don't know. Something she's didn't just do it the, for the me. The thing that sucks about Rose is she's a part of all the bad scenes. She's a, bar, a part of Canto Bite. She's a part of not killing off Finn in an awesome way. So it just sucks that she's a part of like the bad scenes. She so she, I think she gets a, a bad rap, yeah, um, because of the settings she's in. The scenes yeah, that she's that's in. probably true. Probably true. Yeah, I um, I'm warming up to the idea of Holdo. Like for a while, I was like, why bring in some new admiral? You could have just had Akbar do that, or had Leia be the one that does the hyperspace jump through the ship and all that shit. But why does I, she have purple hair? I don't understand. I don't. I'm warming up to the character. I don't hate it like I used to. I was obviously just reacting in a bad way when I first saw it. And I hated it. But now I love it. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm warming up to that idea of her. So, so let's, a let's few more watch through. I, I, can't even, I can't even remember the deleted scenes. Um, but as you oh, yeah. walk through them, I think, think I can remember. Well, was there was an to... alternate opening with uh, Finn waking up in that little bubble suit thing. I'm so glad they fixed that. So, what was what was the issue? So the, the original opening was it pans down from the, the crawl and it goes right to when Finn's waking up in that iron long, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I just, that to me puts the focus of the movie on Finn because that's the first thing that you see. And I know he's the main character, but like the focus of the movie is usually what happens first on screen. Like in True. two... The first thing you see is Padme gets sabotaged and almost murdered. Like that plays out through the entire thing and unfolds into the plot with Dooku and everything else. Like in four, Leia's getting chased by the Death Star or by the Star Destroyer. They're trying to hunt down the plans. Like that first shot says a lot about what the movie's going to be. So I'm actually glad that they changed that. Yeah, I agree. But it was going to be pretty much when Finn wakes up. And it was a little comical too. Like that's the very first thing that you see from the, uh, the Star Wars movie that doesn't really fit. Because that's where he's like bumps his head on the thing and he's like bumbling around leaking water and everything. It just didn't really didn't really fit. I agree. Tell me what you think about it. <laughs> no thoughts. I'm glad they fixed it too. Because what, what do we see? The first thing is that we see them evacuating the planet. Do we know what planet that was? Uh, Takar. That's where they ended up on. That's where the base was in uh, episode seven. Takar. Dakar, yeah. Dakar. <sighs> no, okay. Um, the Phasma showdown between Finn and her was a little yeah. longer. And yeah, he, like, that wasn't bad, but they did cut it. I think they, they edited it well enough that it was too long. You got to cut some some of the yeah. fat I'm out. Coo- I'm cool that it was short. I'm not cool that it was... The only thing that I hate is that she was built up, looked like a badass, and went out like a bitch in seven. And then, oh, wait, she's back, built up, looks like a badass, and then goes out like a bitch again. This doesn't oh, make any the sense. Part, was that part of that scene where he calls her out and says, 
Yeah, you gave up Starkiller Base, and then yep. they turned. That was a that was an interesting um, kind of twist there. I don't know if it added or took took anything away, but I thought it was interesting. I, they could have kept that in there. I think it would have appeased like hardcore Star Wars fans. Now they kind of got like a little bit of an on screen explanation of what happened and why she gave up so quickly in seven. But movie wise, I don't really think it fit. Um, one of the other ones was before Finn pieces out from the Radis, he's kind of debating it. And then BB-8 shows, it's kind of like what R2 does in the Falcon. Yeah. BB-8 shows like a clip of Ray saying goodbye at the end of seven. Something quick, it might have been cool because if you think about it, he doesn't know quite what that little bracelet that Leia drops is leading to. And then BB-8 kind of shows him. Like shows yeah. him where Ray went and everything. So it might have fit, but I, I don't really hate it. Um, the so I'm torn on the one where Ray goes to like try to save that little village, and then they're just having like an Irish fucking rave. It's it's the worst part of. The, I mean, come on. I'm glad they cut the scene because it's just a little too comical with all those fucking caretaker. Like the caretakers in the movie with the final cut was perfect. They pop in like twice. They get pissed at Ray. It's awesome. It's comical and everything else. She breaks their wheelbarrow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then when they're in that whole village and they're having like an entire like minute fucking party, too much. It but, felt it felt like Ewoks done again. Like yeah. they have to have a village and they have to have a culture of and they have to be partying. And it's just like, look, I get that it, that exists, but that's not why we're here. Let's do Luke and Ray right now. Yeah. I don't need to fucking worry about fuzzy lumpkins down on the beach getting <laughs> exactly. hammered. Exactly. There is, so the contrast to that is there is one really cool thing that Luke did say. And it was before Ray ran to go like save them, even though they weren't in trouble. He's, he says something like, a true Jedi would think, what's going to happen if I do this? Is it going to impact the future? Am I going to make them better on, like, as a whole for doing this? Or is it going to make things worse? Regardless of even if a few people have to die. And that was the line that really stuck with me. I was like, glad that Luke, Luke is thinking that way. That's fucking awesome. For people that don't like Luke and eight, I don't understand. Like, that's the coolest thing for him to be yeah, doing. Yeah, I agree. Cause uh, when he starts teaching Ray, he's all, he's talking about the light and the dark, like they're equals. And it's, it's very, it's a very progressive view as a Jedi, to be honest. Um, and he's, and he was talking about how, the Jedi don't own the light side. That's ignorant to think about. And it's Fucking just like, sweet. God damn, you finally get it. Mm -hmm. And everybody's pissed at him. I was like, why? Yep. Dude, he's, he's, he got burned when he tried to re redo the Jedi order. Mm -hmm. And now he finally understands more of the living force rather than the closed minded views of the Jedi. Dogmatic, nobody views the Jedi. Yeah, and when he says that line, it's just it stuck with me, and I wish there would have been a way to keep that in, but of course, with that scene, it didn't fit, so that was cool. One thing that really I wish would have stayed in, especially because it was only like an extra like 20 or 30 seconds, is when he turns Ray away for the first time and then shuts that door, he knows at that point that Han's gone, and then he has that moment where he like he sits down, down at his table and yeah, has a little, a little tear for his old buddy Han, like that kind of like that would have made they could have done that in the falcon like he breaks into the falcon sees sees r2 yeah man they 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 kind of skimmed over a lot of that to be honest 
like him not feeling anything for Han. He just kind of says, where's Han? And then they, they cut that scene out. And then when he he says R2, and then they, they show the Leia thing. But he really doesn't show a lot of like sentimental feelings or anything like emotional about Han, about Leia. You know, there's a... The, the most emotional he gets is like, Kylo tried to kill me one time. I was like, uh, you you could have you kind of, yeah. Or the, I know the what ancient you mean. Jedi texts. He got more emotional about them <laughs> he burning. He did. He did. Fuck my family. Ancient Jedi texts. God, <laughs> so pissed. Yeah, they they really glossed over him trying to accept what happened to Han and like deal with it. They they should have spent a little more time on that. There that was nice. a. Um, I had a link up here. Let's see if I still got oh, it. Uh, Han, they were talking to Mark Hamill uh, and like what his thoughts were about eight and oh, he hated all that it. Sh- he hated Luke. He hated what Ryan did with Luke. He hated the movie. He hated everything. He hates Star Wars. That's that's uh that's evidence oh, yeah. for why yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Disney's ruining the world. Yeah. Okay. Then you He's must a- you must already read the article. Yeah, I read all those articles. <laughs> I wrote them all. <laughs> um. I'll, I'll just run through it. There's, there's, there's like three quick points. Uh, they asked uh, him about Snoke, and he said, I was surprised everyone was so upset that they got rid of Snoke. Um, yeah. That it, it, he wasn't a huge part of episode nine, so they, they kind of got rid of him in an awesome way. So um, that was part one. The second part was the broom boy at the end of the movie. And he said, uh, quote, what I love particularly was... Uh, while he rambles on here. But essentially, he says, implying that, yeah, she, Rey, is the last Jedi until the next Jedi. So, like, yeah, the broom kid kind of, like, leaves that dot, dot, dot kind of ordeal that it's not ever over. They yeah. could, even if they got rid of Rey, someone else is going to come to power. That's one so. thing that I, I struggle with because I love the idea of the Jedi ending. It's called The Last Jedi. But, of course, the Jedi don't actually end. Now, I do like the way that they tie a bow on it because Luke is the last Jedi. He ends what the order used to be mm-hmm. and Rey is coming back. And even if it is the Jedi or similar teachings, like she's going to bring a whole new spin to it because she doesn't have all that baggage and everything. So mm-hmm. I love it and I hate it at the same time. It's kind of annoying. Tommy Boy says, why didn't Luke feel Han dying? Because uh, yeah. Luke cut himself off from the force. Yeah, he was cut off. I was just about to say that. And then Fucko says, Akbar's cousin Radis, is he still alive? No, that he died. I don't know when, but it's sometime after Rogue One, obviously, he died. And that's why Leia's flagship is actually named the Radis, is in his honor. Wait a second. Does he? I thought he died in, because Radis' ship was the one that Vader boarded. No, no. no. Wasn't it? Uh, the Tana yeah. was docked to that ship. Yeah, but Vader was on Radis' ship then. Because that's the platform that the Tanda 4 takes off and Vader's standing on that platform all pissed. Did he die at the end of that movie then? I Well, they didn't show him dying, but if Vader's on your fucking ship, you're dead. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's guaranteed. So, yeah, I guess so. I, yeah, we, I guess we don't so. know that he officially died, but I, that, that no, ship was... No, we do know that he officially died because the ship's oh. named after him. I just didn't know if he died right there when Vader was on his ship and everything. Because we didn't see it, so I wasn't sure. I didn't want to assume everything like that. Because obviously some rebels got away. Um, so I didn't know, but yeah, Radis is gone, and now the Radis the ship is gone too. They fucked it up. Uh, f- a few more deleted scenes as we finish this up. 
there was an extended version of Rose, Finn, and DJ um, infiltrating the ship. Which yeah, I'm glad I they do, cut because they were going through the, that like officer yeah, corridor some with all that scene, stuff. and then they were in the uh, they were in the elevator with some stormtroopers, and one dude recognized him, and he had some fucking southern accent. He was like, "FN 2187 didn't expect you to be an officer." Blah, 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 blah. That didn't fucking what? Me, I don't remember that. Yeah, dude, because like somebody was like FN 2187, and Finn thought he was gonna like recognize him as a traitor and turn him in, and then the dude was like, "Yeah, I remember you from training. I can't believe you're an officer now." But he had like a southern accent. It was fucking awful. <laughs> it was terrible. That's like that's like that Thrawn book that I'm still getting through dude, because I, it's it, dude the audio book. I just can't handle the dude's I know. crazy southern Alabama accent. It's so Nothing funny against like, you guys, but I just that that stuff. It's hard because like the British, the British accent is like the only accent allowed in Star Wars. It's either, yeah, it's either normal American, which I guess is Midwest, and then uh, British. It's the only one I, I, I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, there was another short one of Rose's sister, Paige. Didn't really affect anything. It was just like a quick little thing of her shooting stuff down. There was some extra stuff oh, about yeah, the caretakers yeah, yeah. that that didn't really add anything. It was like a few extra shots that was already amidst that one scene. So it wasn't really anything major. Um, you know, you know, in that bombing run, it was... <laughs> I, I I have mixed feelings about that bombing run because the the bombers themselves are badass. It almost like nothing goes well, like they're they're blowing up into each other. Like they they the tie fighters hit one, it explodes into two others, and it's just everything's fucked. Yeah, and it, it, they're getting cut through like butter. But but that one last bomber, that there's like thirty seconds of that thing like two mile an hour floating. Uh, and then the the commander, the first order commander, was like, "Blow that last bomber up!" And there's like 50 Tie Fighters flying around. They can't blow up that one thing. Yeah, it was uh, it was very confusing because they were they were blowing up so easily. So I was just uh, yeah, I just chalked that up to more the rebels never die in Star Wars. Well, yeah, I'm just I'm just pissed about it. I am also pissed about it. Yeah. I um, like that scene, but I'm just that one yeah. part. I was like, she clearly should have died. Yeah, there was like a few moments. And as I go back and watch it, there's a few moments when she is like she's fallen and then she's trying to catch that thing to trigger the bombs. Like, it's just a little too long. Like, I can tell if it was actually taking that long to do that, she would have been blown up by now. It just, yeah, I, I, I don't want to shit on that part because it's okay. Because uh, that, that end where it, it's a beautiful scene altogether. It, yeah. Well, well, when it blows up and you see her last ship going so into the, like the explosion and then it fades out to like the rest of the entire battle. It's like, it's so well done, dude. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So it ends on a high note, but it, there are some like, ah, come on. She should have died yeah. 20 seconds ago. Why is she still here? <laughs> there is uh, an extended father chase. On Canto Bite, which I skipped. I didn't want Atrocious. to fucking hear that. It was bad. Dude, it there was, was like three minutes long of them terrible. just jumping around. And those deleted scenes are like rough cut. Like nothing's CGI'd right. great. Yeah. So they have like them on the back of this like bowl thing. It's, so bad. Dude, it's, 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 it's bad. <laughs> There's uh, something titled Rose Bites Hux. So I skipped that. There's something Sh called yep. Rose and Finn Go Where They Belong. I skipped that. <laughs> I just anything with Rose and Finn. I'm so sorry, guys, but I skipped all of it. The, I don't the, even the it. Rose bites Hux was it was a bad scene, but they're down on their knees, they're captured, and Hux shows up and like starts talking shit about Rose's 
home planet mm -hmm. and she gets real close and I think she bites him on a hand or some shit. I'm just like, oh, why Terrible. is this a thing? Why, yeah. why, why? First of all, why was this even a deleted scene? Who yeah. thought, let's film this. This could make the movie. Well, man, I don't even know what it goes through a director's mind, but not to mention a director, not to mention such an epic uh, movie, not to mention that you have to deal with Star Wars. Like, I have to imagine that he made like as much detail as he could and then had to trim the fat as they were in the editing room and stuff. Because you never know. And he even said like, for the first cut, it was like three hours and 10 minutes or some shit. And they had to cut it way down. He's like, I put too much stuff in the movie. He admits that. Wasn't long enough. Wasn't long enough. I agree. There was a few things that should have stayed in. Um, I'm I'm a little upset. So as I go back and think about Canto Bite, it's not so much Canto Bite as it is the fathers and the way that they escape. And when they twist it to be this whole, everybody here's a war profiteer that sells stuff to the first order thing. Like that ruined the whole Canto Bite experience for me. Because I think the area was cool. It was a cool planet. It was set up awesome. There's never been a casino. All those characters and creatures and everything, except for like the giant ball orb opera singer. That was fucking terrible. But like so much <laughs> stuff on Canto Bite is cool. And they even said in the documentary, like it's one of the most epic shots that's ever been in Star Wars. Like it's so detailed, so expensive. They had so many extras just for that one, uh, just for that one area. It's cool. And I feel bad that all of that got downplayed because of how Canto Bite ended it and how the Father Year Chase ended and how it was just about Rose and Finn like figuring out that oh these guys are evil they sell uh, X-Wings of the First Order or TIE Fighters of the First Order whatever yeah I, I I'm done I'm done with Canto Bite okay I'm done with it too I Kerner just, says there's the, a <laughs> I was, the, the, I was the, just moving on I, I'm ready I, I did, <sighs> yep it's almost like they tried to fit Tatooine episode one into Canto Bite. What do you mean? With with like the innocence, like it's a it's a brand new planet. There's a lot of shit going on. Um, the race aspect of it with the, this is horse racing as opposed to pod racing. Oh, like with the pod racing, and the but, slaves, yeah, and everything. but all that like the slave labor and all this. Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. just like it wasn't. It was like happy go lucky. Like, yeah, I, that's like, what like the it pod racing scene was brutal. People died. Anakin barely lived, let High alone stakes. one. Yeah, high stakes. This was just like, oh, I jumped on this horse thing. Now we're gonna we're gonna ride it through the casino. And the horses are barging through entire buildings. Like, what the fuck? That's right. It was yeah. It was very yeah. weird. It was, and it like I said, as far as Star Wars goes, with like the expanded universe stuff and the all the background creatures and all the detail that they put into every single part that goes onto a set, it's fucking cool. Canto Bite is a really, really cool area. But I just feel that the way that it came out in the movie downplayed the epicness of the of the place altogether. It was a weird, it was a weird contrast to the rest of the movie. Yeah. The rest of the movie is high stakes. There's The Last Jedi. The Rebellion or is down to 50 fucking people and Luke dies and all this there's it's all epic and then we get to Canto Bite and it's seriously like a completely other movie yeah like even though the the small aspect of the profiteers or whatever are sounding to the good guys and bad yeah. which is kind of cool and dark mm -hmm. the whole the whole scene was like I'm on this high from Ray talking to 
to Luke, and then this happens. And then Ray and Snoke are in the same room together? Fucking, that's so epic. Yeah. Let me go back to those horses real quick. Don't. Let's just. I'm done. Um, so my favorite thing in the bonus features, they had the entire throne room scene with Andy Serkis with the mocap stuff, but it was just him acting without the, the CGI of Snoke. That was fucking incredible. That dude can act. He can act his ass off. That was one of the coolest things I've seen is just him being Snoke and the voice and his mannerisms and everything. Seeing that and, every, and with Daisy Ridley and with Adam Driver on set, that was really, really cool. That's probably my favorite thing that's in the bonus features altogether. Hell yeah, Andy Circus, Dude, it's awesome, man. And we've talked about how cool he was in Ultron and in Black Panther because we yeah. see him for one of the first times ever, not mocap, and he just gets to act. And dude, the, the range that he can go from that crazy lunatic bandit style in Black Panther to like a dark lord. He's Snoke, like a yeah. mysterious. He's kind of like a Palpatine style. Like it's so crazy, man. It's fucking awesome. Oh, man. Jakota's pissed. The Illuminati owns Star Wars and we're all just puppets. Well, Kerner's talking about some four-hour cut of Phantom Menace that somehow exists. <laughs> I think he's making that shit up. Dello Feligates. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that, though. So I was thinking, one of the little toys things that I found when I was out. Toys things. Toys things. I got a burp. Hang on. That's Whoa. uncalled for. <laughs> Sorry. That wasn't a burp. You just growled. I burped. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> I have a T-1000. <laughs> Um, one thing that I did find with the yellow solo label and everything, so it's obviously newer, is a Qui-Gon and a Darth Maul pack, like a two-pack. And it just brought me back to the Phantom Menace days, man. I just, I, I remembered how much I love it. And I also remembered how big the nostalgia factor is because it just took me back to like Darth Maul's little speeder bike Lego set. And Anakin's Pod Racer and the Sith Infiltrator and those fucking cards that we used to play with, that card game where we get Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon and all that. Like Phantom Menace just has a place. <sighs> just has some sacred place here. I fucking love it. I'm gonna go well, watch it later. I still I'll still stand by the and the last listen guys, <laughs> listen up. What are you gonna stand by? <laughs> no, the, that last ending, like four crazy battle scenes all happening at the same time. Dude, that's one of the most epic things that's ever happened in any movie let alone star wars there's so much shit going on dude but it, it it it's it's awesome it's fun i fucking love it man i love i love that movie i don't oh. give a shit i'm i, I would give a shit about it <laughs> jesus <sighs> so that's the uh that's the last jedi bonus features at least the ones that we saw which i think was most of them i don't think i skipped anything if I did by accident. Oh, there was another one called like Balance of the Force or something. And Ryan was just talking a little bit more about how he interpreted the Force and how he included that in Last Jedi, especially with the Force projection that Kylo and Rey have, or excuse me, the Force connection that they have and the Force projection that Luke does. Um, and just talking about how he didn't want it to make like the Force was a superpower. Like, he didn't want them to feel like superheroes. It was a little more deeper than that. So that, that was interesting to see. Um, and seeing Frank Oz come back as Yoda, 
fucking legit. <laughs> I gotta watch episode two again. I, I don't even remember what happens. <laughs> Dude, episode two's legit. It's called the Clone Wars. What happens in it? Well, there's none of the Clone Wars things. Last five minutes, the last there's like fight. a small battle. Yeah. Outside of that. We're coming at the very end. <laughs> okay. You're home, Rathars. Got something to talk about. Ready for this? I don't think you're prepared. For what's about to happen right now. Swing it at me. All right, so as you know, the Xbox One is getting um, Xbox original titles backwards compatible a little bit at a time. Ah, uh, yes. Tell me uh, the list. Ooh, yes. Yeah. So there's a list of new ones that are coming through the Xbox One. Are you ready for this? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Tell me. Yes. Ooh. Let me find the list. Oh, yes. <laughs> Guys, KOTOR 2's on it. I'm excited. <laughs> um, Spoiler. <laughs> big ones. Yeah. Elder Scrolls 3, which I never played, but Butterclone, who's the one that got me into... Well, we we had Oblivion at the end of our high school reign, but Butterclone got me really obsessed with Oblivion and Skyrim and shit. So Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind is on there. Uh, Jade Empire, another classic Bioware game. I, Jade Empire is a great game. Yeah, written by our buddy Drew and everything. So that that is coming. And those are coming April 17th with a few other ones. Uh, April 26th dates we have. Now, this is the one I'm very excited for. Ooh. Maybe EA is trying to... Uh, Apologize for fucking up Battlefront 2. So, April 26th, we have the original Star Wars Battlefront 1, Battlefront 2, Jedi Academy, Jedi Starfighter, Republic Commando, and KOTOR 2 all coming to Xbox One. So legit. All I um, saw, like, I saw somebody announce this like a week ago and it was KOTOR 2. That's the only one that they mentioned to me. I didn't realize it was this many. This is like one of the, some of the best news I've ever gotten. Oh, yeah. Especially Republic Commando. Dude, I haven't played that in so long, man. I just remember trying to take down uh, the super battle droids in Republic Commando, and it's so fucking yeah. hard. Dude, I'm but, so excited right now. I, I, I want to I frame this. I want to frame it. I just said that some of the best news I've gotten is that a bunch of Star Wars games from 2005... Are now how, playable again. That's how desperate we are for a decent Star Wars. So game. EA, just uh, take that into consideration. They need to do anything, anything. What do you do in Ewok Hunt? That's where you're you're putting all your chips. <laughs> Fuck off! Stop <laughs> fucking up my Star Wars. Mopar, tell me how you feel. Tell me how I really feel about uh, Ewok Hunt. Well, we'll see what happens. Which, if you're not familiar, is the new game mode announced for Battlefront 2. Uh, Dakota's actually asking, what do you guys think about the Ewok 2? Ewok 2. Battlefront 2 Ewok Hunt. I'm assuming it's going to be the same uh, as... Hunt in, 2 in, Ewok in, Battlefront. In the, in the original Battlefront 2, you could do the Gungan Hunt on Naboo. You can do the Wampa Hunt on Hoth. Mm -hmm. And I thought there was another one. A Jawa Hunt? On Tatooine or some some shit? I think it was also Ewoks. I might have been wrong, though. Maybe it was just Wampa. Because yeah, Wampas seem Ewoks. like a, a monster, so they don't mind if you kill them. Little teddy bears. Uh-oh. Handful of sneakers in Dakota are about to go at it. Oh, shit. I was talking about the weather differences because <laughs> it was it was like 90 yesterday, and right now it's like a high of 42. 
And uh, Sneakers said, uh, try Iowa. And now Dakota says, Iowa is nothing on Idaho. <laughs> Iowa cold. versus Idaho. They're pissed. Um, dude, I'm bewildered by this backwards compatibility news. That's It's really exciting. I have always said that I love the very original Battlefront. And we've talked about Republic Commando, but like you said, it's been fucking forever. So this will be a good April 26th. It'll be fun. Idaho is moderately windy. I hate it. I tell you what, last night, even in my drunken stupor, I woke up to wind trying to blow the fucking building down last night. Like, it was like the windows were holding on barely. Yeah. It was a terrifying experience. Fucking, uh... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I was going to say something, but... There's nothing else to say. There's nothing. It's It's already already been said. It's all done. Yeah, it's all done. Um, yeah, speaking of, so Tommy Boy just said, yeah, it's all good news about the backwards compatibility and right when Infinity War comes out. So we are, it's Sunday, April 15th. We're recording this a week from Thursday. Infinity War comes out. So Marvel update for me on my flight back from Austin. I watched uh, Dr. Strange on the plane. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Great. <laughs> great. I think, and I was trying to debate if I wanted to keep that in my rank Aside from Guardians, I think he's definitely my favorite Marvel character at the moment. But movie-wise... Strange? Doctor Strange. Yeah. But I think, like, movies, I have to bring Guardians back up into the ranks. Yeah. That makes sense. There's, yeah. Guardians is fun. And actually, I just watched, uh, kind of in background today, Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 fun. It's they all the it's it's fun because the characters are so different. Gamora, the Rocket, Groot. I mean, it's it's all they all play a like a, a part in like this whole group, obviously. But they it's different. It's different character. <laughs> Movie reviews with Mopar, everybody. Guys, there's different characters in this one. <laughs> this movie has different characters. And they all have uh, different personalities and different names. And they and come together conflict. and there's conflict because they're all different. That's that's about sums it up, I think. Nothing else needs to be said ever about <laughs> Guardians. <laughs> Nothing else matters. No, I do love Guardians. From the first time I saw it, I was a huge fan. Um, obviously, I'm a big Parks and Rec fan. So seeing Chris Pratt in a superhero movie was kind of like seeing Paul Rudd in a superhero movie. It was, it was fucking crazy. I don't um, know why I was. So, I'm so much more okay with Chris Pratt being a superhero than Paul Rudd, and I'm I'm a huge Paul Rudd fan. I just don't. I think it's like almost cringeworthy in, in the back of my mind. I'm like, Paul Rudd is the opposite of a superhero. <laughs> I think it's because Guardians takes place in space, so it's already a little out there. Whereas Ant Man is one of those that's trying to fit into the world. Yeah, and we've said that like it's. Accepting Captain America is fine. Accepting stuff like Ant-Man is a little harder to do in the modern world, but Guardians is all taking place out in space, so anything that's wacky as fuck is okay because it's already... Like, they set the tone from for that for all that stuff just by having it out there in the first place. Sure. Kerner didn't see Ant-Man? What the fuck, man? That's rect- not worth gotta, seeing. You got to rectify that. What? It's totally <laughs> worth seeing. 
It doesn't have to be the best one. It's definitely worth seeing. <laughs> it's probably one. It's probably the worst one in my in my eyes. You seen Iron Man three? Well, not worth. You seen either. Thor two? <laughs> there is a Thor two. Well, there's a Thor three, so obviously there's a fucking second one in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Attack of the enemies. <laughs> that's the that's the <laughs> name of every sequel. Attack of the I enemies. Name like a movie like protagonist. Attack of the enemies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the most obvious like Joseph Campbell ripoffs ever. Like Hero's Journey two, an enemy tale. <laughs> An enemy, <laughs> fucking whatever. Revenge of the enemy. Yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. Um, where I was going with all this stuff is that Doctor Strange is fucking awesome. I love the movie. He's still one of my favorites. I was gonna look something up, but I don't have to. Oh, I was gonna look up the MCU list because I have like two more. I think. Um, movie wise, I'm gonna put back put Guardians back up. So if I had to pick top three superhero movies ever, Civil War's one, Guardians is number two and, and Batman vs Superman is number three. Uh, as far as the MCU I goes, I'm, I I love Doctor Strange and his story and all the, the magic shit. It, it's fucking sweet. Uh, and the timeline is I have Spider-Man, Homecoming, and Thor 3 to watch before uh, Infinity War comes out. So I got about wow. 11 days. You know what's really... What's really weird? It's it's it because usually you and I agree at least like on one movie, but for a top three, not completely are the same. different. I have Logan, The Dark Knight, and Deadpool as my top three. I thought you had Doctor Strange in there instead of Deadpool. I think Doctor Strange is like fourth because I thought we agreed on at least one of them. Okay, uh, now that was just I, superhero I was movies. Actually, I watched Doctor. What are you, are you trying to talk or something? Is this a podcast? Continue. I tried. I'm calling it. It's done. <laughs> Dead, uh, no, I I, actually, I just watched uh, Deadpool again not too long ago. And I just, for how funny and goofy it is, it's also a very, it's like dark humor. Um, because he has cancer. He's 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 all fucked up. He loses his girl. He, he fights to the end, wins, and then he, he know, learns that there's no cure for his fucked up melt face. So it's like, it's really dark humor. Um, but we don't see that for, especially for a, a superhero having crazy dark humor and being that, I don't know. I just, it's like the biggest anti hero that you can have. I agree. Like he's cutting people in half with swords and shit. Yeah. Like and this that's, is, that's ridiculous. Part of why I'm trying to downplay Deadpool a little bit in my mind because I think. The fact that it's the first and the only one that's R-rated, balls to the wall, dark humor, no fucks given. Obviously, it makes it seem like it's the best one because it's such a change from the normal superhero movies that we have had. Not to say it's bad by any means because I loved it as soon as I saw it. I think I probably did my usual commander bullshit and was like, huh, I just saw this movie. So that's now number one on my list because I yeah. tend to do that sometimes. It's my uh, standard uh, superhero movie. Standard uh, Deadpool FBA. Uh, <laughs> Looking back on it, I think it it stands out a lot because it's so different. But as far as movie, like all together considered movie wise, I'm I'm sticking with my uh, my list. But replacing Doctor Strange with Guardians. The I think the other thing about Deadpool is it not only stands alone as a superhero film, 
it stands alone as a comedy. Yeah. Dude, the fucking movie's hilarious. I've it's, always it's one loved of the, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. It's one of the funniest movies that's come out probably in the past decade, to be honest. Like, I, I don't see a lot of other movies that come out that I think, wow, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I'm not really going out and watching comedies like I used to. It's like Super Bad, Deadpool. Super Bad, Beer League, Deadpool. Super Bad, if you're Kerner, Beer League, Beer League, Beer League, <laughs> Beer League, seven times in one day. Deadpool, <laughs> he probably hasn't seen it. Um, so, but Marvel only wise, what would you say you're like your top three? Just MCU. So no Marvel. DC stuff and no Deadpool or Logan. <sighs> Gu- Guardians. Uh, <laughs> shit, that's hard. I know, I you know, know how much I'm you a, hate I'm a, MCU. I'm going I'm to I'm toss a bone out there. I'm going to say Homecoming, Guardians, and Doctor Strange. Nice. Not in that, and not in any order. Just, but those are probably my top three. Nice. Um, now, uh, probably the first Avengers has got to be up there somewhere. I keep feeling it, that. Like, I feel like I have this feeling that I should put the first Avengers up there. But every time I watch all the other Marvel stuff or think about the other movies, I don't want to put it in my like top five. Because the first Avengers like movie was it was just them against Loki, right? And that like dragon thing that comes through the fish hole. Yeah, all the soldiers, all of Thanos' soldiers that come through the thing. But it's it's Loki that's heading that. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, it was good. It's the first time they all came together. I just I really I really think Homecoming, they hit it right on the head as it's like a it's more of like a coming of age teenager movie than it is an actual superhero movie. And I think that's the essence of what Spider Man is. He is yeah. just a teenager. Well, they found a stride finally where the the origin movies were directly into that character's origin. Like Doctor Strange was literally about him being an egotistical ass genius and learning to accept the Eastern spiritual mystical ways in order to save himself and then become what he needed to be. Like Spider-Man's literally about him being a teenager. Black Panther's literally about his African heritage and becoming the king of Wakanda. They finally like honed in on that kind of stuff. Which yeah. Makes it hard to watch like too many origin story movies in a row because they they're not obviously all the same, but they follow a similar tra- trajectory where they're focused in on one character, which is awesome. But they they finally hit a stride and they've they've really nailed it. And I think they said here in the chat, the guys, that uh, Tom Holland is the best Spider Man that we've seen, and I definitely agree with that. Fucking, well, and not only Tom Holland, it, but the suit that they put him in looks fucking perfect. Like, the suit is such a big deal for Spider-Man. Yeah. And they've been fucking it up left and right, making it look, like, edgy and, like, dark. No, it's supposed to be, like, a boyish... Yeah. Like, just a fun, you t- know, spandex. Yeah. It's like a yoga yoga pants for your chest. I wonder if, uh, yeah, he just found some red and blue yoga pants and stitched that shit together. Also, to his buddy was is funny, too. His, yeah. His guy in the chair. Yeah. And him trying to deal with, uh, like, the AI, whatever whatever the name was. Tony Stark's oh, yeah, AI yeah. that was installed with the suit was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I need to see that. I've only seen it one time in theaters. And I, I know I liked it, but I only saw it once. So I always try to give things, like, a second or third uh, viewing. So Yeah, that's, that's why I've been buying everything on uh, Xbox Store. Mm-hmm. 
for i mean even they they always go on sale get wonder woman for like 15 bucks i'm like fuck why would i not buy that yeah homecoming come on yeah so now i gotta i gotta say for whatever reason wonder woman doesn't live up like i watched the first time i thought it was amazing then i watched it again i'm like yeah it was it was really good and then i don't even want to see it again But I love her character. Like it's 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 awesome. But uh, I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know what it is. I think me and Deadpoolio had a quick side conversation about DC, and I just I'm really sad they tried to like jump on the coattails of Marvel, and it feels like they tried to like hurry up and copy what they were doing instead yeah. of just sticking what they were doing. It's unfortunate. And I, well, I, Wonder Woman is another one of those that I've only seen. I saw it in theaters. I loved it. I haven't seen it since. So if I watch it again, I might feel the same way as you. It was like, eh, it, eh it's, it's there. It's the the one thing I do really like about Wonder Woman is the setting. How it's World War shit, mm-hmm. and it's it's like ingrained into actual history. So it's that is a really cool aspect. Which we're supposed to see. Captain Marvel is supposed to be set before even Iron Man chronologically. So Captain Marvel's coming out, I think, in 2019. But it's supposed to take place but like before Iron Man. So it goes back a little bit. So having that difference in chronology should be cool. But yeah, Wonder Woman, I did not expect. Like, the World War One era was fucking sweet. Yeah. She was also... I mean, it's it's Wonder Woman is one of those like superhero... Or, Jesus. It's one of those uh, Superman-esque... Like what can't she do? Like she has a shield, but also if you shoot her, she doesn't hurt. Get her. Like what the fuck? What are you doing? She's a god, yeah, but she's, she's a not. She's a girl. Yeah, but she's got a shield, but she doesn't need it. Because because she can. But she can fly, but she also can't. Well, it's kind of like, like Cap. If we go there, because he got shot fucking point blank in the gut with a Iron Man laser blast, and he was just like that hurt, but also I could do this all day. <laughs> but it didn't even slow me down. Um, yeah, that's and that's. I I just wish the power fluctuation was a little more. I don't know. Dark. Spark. <laughs> yeah, I just because we already talked about how uh, Cap was like holding Thanos's gauntlet. Like, he, he couldn't punch. I was like, come on. Well, see, that's where I think it's kind of cool because I, I'm repeating myself like a goddamn bastard. But like we said, like we said, as we were saying, I think we we're trying to say, we don't know how fucking strong he is because we at first we just think he's just like a really strong dude. But as time goes on, he just does things that are unbelievable. Like, and Thanos has that infinity gauntlet like half full and caps withstanding his punch or grasp or whatever the fuck he's trying to do. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not really that worried about it. I just, I wish they would set this stuff up. Like Superman, even though we hate him, we know he can do everything. So you've got, you, you're not going to beat him physically. See, so I actually, they, they I actually play the like, mental game with him. I actually like, and that I like that. don't know all that about Cap. Like, it's more intriguing to me that we don't know. Like, he's a super soldier from 1940. Great. But the more I see, the more he can do. And that's actually more intriguing than Superman, I know, is a god, and unless there's kryptonite, he can do whatever the fuck he wants, no matter what. Yeah. That's way more boring to me. 
Tom, Tommy Boy saying the action action sequences in Wonder Woman are some of the most well crafted in existence. I have to, I just have to go back and like watch it and pay attention to the ac- action sequences, particularly. It's hard to pay attention to the action sequences when it's Gal Gadot doing those actions. Um, to be honest, just paying attention to Gal Gadot. Central. Yeah, perfect. Um, actually, as I'm thinking about it, that seems very Captain America esque to me. What? Say it again. Try it. Wonder Woman. <clears throat> as, as far as DC trying to cop, copy Marvel, is that Wonder Woman is, is set back in time. World War One instead of World War Two, but set back in time. She's a god among men in this war. And then she has that whole band of troops that are like with her going through that whole thing. Kind of like Captain America had Bucky and those other few dudes that were going on all those missions trying to shut down Hydra and everything. It's there's some parallels there, and I, I don't know if that's part of the normal comic book series. Like, is that part of her origin story? I don't know. What were we talking about? Uh, Gal Gadot. <laughs> okay. Smoke show of the night. Um, Smoke show of the fucking decade. Yeah, I mean, must be fair. The only <sighs> other thing I had, if we're gonna ramble off other shit as I finished the uh, Netflix show Ozark. Ooh. It was really good. It was really good. I haven't heard a, a little, single bad a thing little, about that. What's that? I haven't heard a single bad thing about that show. Um <clears throat> and I don't really have anything bad to say about it. The last episode was a little like come on, you could have given me a little more than that. But uh so there's only one season. Um so Oh, Kerner! I just Kerner. Kerner. It's it's getting too late on Sunday, fellas. Jason Bateman is a savage, and I completely agree. Oh, a lot of the guys have said Ozark's great. Jason Bateman killed it. He fucking killed it. I was so happy and so surprised with his with his performance. They cast they cast that whole show perfectly. There, there's like a little. For lack of a better word, there's like a white trash chick, fucking kills it. She's perfect in it. Whoever whoever did the casting, dude, it's it's just awesome. It's great. Nice. Um, yeah. So very. I'm happy gonna start with watching it. that next then. Yeah, it's not too not too hard to get into. It's pretty straightforward. They don't like add a lot of characters, so it's it, it you could just follow along pretty easily. Um, Sweet. But yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun. Cool. Yeah, because like I said, we have a list of shows that we want to watch. But we didn't want to start anything brand new, so we've just been doing like stand up and um and YouTube videos and shit like that. So Ozark is might be next on the list. Um, rolling the dice with the stand up, huh? Rolling the dice with the stand up, man. <laughs> Let me tell you about. Uh, it. Speaking of casting, really quick, just to jump back to the DC thing, just quickly. Not to get into a whole full fucking thing about it, but that's two one hours th- later, <laughs> classic. <laughs> That's one thing that I noted is I was a little bit saddened by DC because their casting has been great. Like Gal Gadot is perfect as Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Henry Cavill is perfect as Superman, even though I hate Superman. He is Superman. And I fucking, I know people are split on this, but I love Ben Affleck as Batman. As Uh, the old Bruce Wayne, I fucking love him. Momoa, Mimosa, whatever the fuck his name is. Yes, Jason Momoa as Aquaman is awesome, even though I know nothing about Aquaman. Perfect. And contrary to fucking popular opinion, I actually really like Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Again, 
I know nothing about the actual Lex Luthor storyline from the comics, but as far as what I saw in BVS, I really liked him as that, like the contrast of a young Lex Luthor versus an old Batman. Like those are two different versions of the character that we are used to. So I thought that was awesome. The casting in DC has been great and it makes me very sad that like they've tried to follow shortcuts or copy Marvel or whatever. And it's left them with like a less than stellar product, which is unfortunate because the casting has been perfect. I'm going to have to watch Batman vs Superman again because I feel like the, the entire movie I really fucking enjoyed. They just they threw in. um, What's his name? Apocalypse, whatever the fuck. Doomsday. They Doomsday, threw in Doomsday yeah. just to like get rid of his story. But I felt like you could have probably just not done Doomsday. You literally could have just... I know it's a big part of the comic universe, but this you're starting a whole new thing. Let's just not do Doomsday. It's like That is an option as, as DC rolls on. You could just do Batman versus Superman and make it a more epic Batman versus Superman rather than let's team up at the end because I was a jackass and you have the, a mom with the same name as mine and let's be friends now, Facebook. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not nearly trying to apologize for the Martha like that was horribly cringeworthy. It was terrible. The fact that they team up at the end, I don't hate. The fact that because they did was that the fact that their mom has the same name. That's definitely cringeworthy. The way it goes down, the way he says Martha, like not good. But there's some goofy shit all over the place in all these movies. So I, like, I deal what if, with it. What if Lex Luthor's mom's name was Martha too? What is it just going to be a fucking Facebook group now? There we go. Yep. Martha Moms yep. and their sons. Yep. New Patreon. New Patreon. <laughs> Justice League is creating Martha. Martha! It. But uh, I, I, uh, they, that rated R version, man, that extended cut, Dude. Jesus, it's brutal. Fuck. Pretty much every Batman scene in the extended cut one is fucking perfect. He's a badass, terrifying anti-hero. That's what I want. That's what he should be. Yeah, I love it. And if you're have been reading DC comics since you were born and you're pissed right now, I apologize. But like I said, the fact that we have a huge contrast in the timeline where Lex Luthor is just getting started in his villain career and Batman is like a veteran in his hero career. I think that's so fucking cool. I think that's such a, a, a change and it. It makes a difference. And I, I, I like that a lot, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just sad that they, they nailed a lot of things, but at the end of the day, they tried to like just jump onto what Marvel was doing, and they ruined the overall DC thing because of that. Um, it's also but, uh, it's also very difficult to do Batman. I feel like it's it's hard to do Batman right, and they true. actually did him right. Yeah, I agree. Um, Alfred was badass. Like, there's I could go on. There's so many good things. It's just like the Doomsday's part and the the, the Martha. Like, I can get past. Martha, like, to, well, see, I don't even mind how, the Doomsday for awesome, part. For how awesome Batman is, the issue is Batman is his parents. That's the entire. That's not hundred percent why he's Batman. It's because his mom and dad died. There's three hundred million fucking other people that grew up without parents that didn't become Batman. But that's his story. So when Martha's name comes up, he just he has fucking crazy flashbacks in his mind, and he's like yeah. Martha. Like that's that's all that his mind's wrapped around. And so oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think it works and it makes sense. It's just a cringeworthy scene that like how it happens almost. Yes, a hundred percent. I get what happened. It's just like the Leia 
coming back in Last Jedi. It was just the execution of it was a little fucking weird. Like, eh, it didn't really play. I know the. I understand the point though. But when he uh, saves fucking Mama Martha Superman, ooh, he goes in there, kicks the shit out of some people. He throws a guy's face into the floor. <laughs> so fucking awesome, dude. I love that. But uh, but at the beginning, the, like every Batman scene in that entire film is awesome. That first one where the the cops go into that like room oh, and dude. all the and he's on the wall like there. Oh my fucking god, that's perfect. That's that's terrifying. I love that fucking movie. That's terrifying. I fucking love that movie, dude. I don't care, dude. Phantom one, Phantom one, Ren and Matt. Fuck you guys from episode one thirty six. Fuck you guys. I love that movie. I don't care. Yeah, I enjoy it. I like it. It adds a lot. It adds a lot of depth and darkness to to Batman, which should be a dark character. Yeah. Like we we look at even though I have the Dark Knight on my top list, Batman's not a dark character in the Dark Knight. Yeah. I I I feel that the Dark Knight is a lot about the Joker noticing the darkness in Bruce Wayne and trying to yank that out of him. Yeah, cuz he does that with uh um Two-Face with uh-huh. what's his face? What's his Two-Face? That's a T1000. Martha. I'm done. Ozark was good. <laughs> All right. I've had about enough of it too. Yeah. End of the story is about, you know, Marvel's cool. DC's cool. Uh, I had one thing to say. What was going to be? Oh, have you watched Suicide Squad since we saw it in theaters? You know, no. And I chose Spider-Man Homecoming this weekend over Suicide Squad. Well, it's a great choice. But I do do own it. And I was like, I want to watch the extended version again. Yeah, that was the last thing I was going to say about DCEU is uh, I do want to watch Suicide Squad one more time and just make sure it was that bad. I don't think it's good. <laughs> like it's just not supposed to, to be because Suicide Squad's supposed to be kind of a ridiculous thing. So the fact that they even like made that movie was kind of outrageous. Just the idea of like, okay, these are these are like twelve villains that uh, have killed probably several thousand people. We'll just get them together and we'll we'll make uh, a good good guy bad guy squad some shit. Yeah, like it doesn't even make sense. But we're gonna do they, it. But they did it. Yeah. So and, and and it's it's cool to see. I don't even want to call them villains. Like Harley Quinn is not. She's just a psycho. She's not like. She's not the Joker where she's plotting and killing everything and, and fucking with Batman. She's literally just like, I got a hammer sometimes. Also, butt cheeks. That's see how that happens? I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I remember. Yeah. Is Eminem. I remember an Eminem song and butt yeah, cheeks. Yeah, that, and that song choices were so bad. Yeah, I got to watch that soon. Sometime soon. Uh, also, we got to <laughs> see Ready Player One. Yeah, there's uh, the list is starting to get long because Silent Room's got to be or Silent Movie, whatever the fuck them. What's the movie called? Silent Game. Why would it be Silent Game of all things? Why would it be Silent Game? Silent (laughs) Covered. It's a a quiet place. Quiet place. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I I legitimately thought it was Silent something. Quiet place. I've heard good things though. A quiet place. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I would really like to actually watch the Harry Potters like straight through again. I yeah, have all I those actually, on Blu-ray. I usually watch 
I don't I have a, I don't have a like time five. of year that I do like Harry Potter stuff, but I usually do watch Lord of the Rings like around every Christmas or January or something. I haven't this year. I think just because I was so balls deep in the Last Jedi and everything, uh, and then I took a break, and now I'm back to getting ready for Han Solo actually. Um, but I usually yeah. watch all the Lord of the Rings, and I haven't done that yet. So that might be uh, once Infinity War and, and Solo dies down around like June. Might be uh, time to watch some uh, Lord of the Rings stuff there. You know what I'm saying? What DC movie do we have this year? Aquaman? Uh, Aquaman, yeah. That's probably not till like uh, November or some shit. I actually want yeah. to double check because I feel like there was two. 2018 DC movies. Teen Titans go to the movies. Is this happening? It's on the thing that I just looked up. Well, uh, minimize that window. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's just Aquaman, actually. Yeah, it's the only one worth talking about. Yeah, that sucks. I'm excited to see Aquaman. And then they kind of hinted to uh, the his background and his civilization in Justice League, which I need to also watch again. I've only seen that once. I did see that twice. I didn't... I was extremely critical the first time. I liked it more the second time, but it was still like a you guys are trying too hard kind of thing. Yeah, I, I gotta not I gotta even watch it. not even you guys are trying too hard. It was more of a a Rogue One sim, uh, situation where like the studio tried to change what the director was doing, and you saved it like it wasn't awful, but it it wasn't what it should have been. Yeah. Well, the, like you you just said that halfway through they they switched people up and they had to like make the yeah I don't remember the full a, story something about Zack Snyder and his daughter and he couldn't do it and then they brought in Joss Whedon and then yeah I I, I don't know the whole the full story if they make a fucking Flashpoint paradox movie fucking done Let's I've heard they're supposed it. to yeah that sounds fucking sweet and the way they set that up I don't know if they did that on purpose but the way that they chose Bruce's parents for the beginning of BVS. And seeing them talk about the flash, like the possibility of a flashpoint paradox movie, dude, that that would be fucking awesome. See, I also ah, that'd be such a mind dude, fuck too. Like they they dude, need that would set them apart. They need to do that. Batman versus Superman, the flashback scenes and the hints to the like the the future happenings. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? The Flash is in the shit. The they just need to give it. Zack Snyder like. Like Ryan Johnson, just do this, just do it. Yeah, I agree, completely agree. <sighs> All right, guys, we're wrapping up episode one forty. I'm done. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in with us, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, we're we're ending on a high note here. If you guys are big fans of the show, you could definitely yeah. head on over to Patreon, uh, search us up, help support the show, and we and actually. You updated add, the uh, tiers here. Yeah, we had some more tiers and everything. So there's more options than just the bias of beer thing. So um, main one that people are kind of geeked about right now is 10 bucks or more. Uh, we're going to do a giveaway every month. Something free. Uh, so you that? are automatically put into the drawing. Yes. So this is the first thing that's going to be happening right now is the Lando Pop and a few other things, you know, stickers and maybe a few buttons or pins or something cool. A empty but beer bottles, IPAs. Empty beer bottles, yeah, beer caps. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give away uh, 
Mopar's Han Solo beer opener since he left it here. I'm just Don't kidding. Give that I, away. I, I wouldn't do that. I'm just kidding. Don't fucking give that away. <laughs> but we got some new tiers. So if you want to be in the giveaway, uh, 10 bucks or more, we're going to do that once a month, randomly chosen from all those guys. So we will uh, send you some shit, man. Yeah. Uh, so we appreciate Even if you want to just go over there and kind of just check it out, um, there's some other stuff on there. Uh, yeah. But I would highly recommend everybody just heading on over to YouTube and hit that subscribe button so you'll get notified when we go live and you can uh, chat with us just as Kerner and uh, Fucko and Tommy Boy and and uh, we've, we had a lot of a lot of people on this this evening. Do you ever try so, to do like the Doctor Strange time uh, warp thing with your hand? It always goes well and I go back into time and then I forget how to do it and then you ask and then we get to this point and then I try it again and I get <laughs> Mopar, I've come to bargain. <laughs> I can't fucking do it. I don't remember what he does. Just some fucking crazy, and not, not that one. <laughs> Mopar, I've come to bargain. <sighs> you better have more IPAs than that to bargain with, you jackass. <laughs>